Hi, my name is Cassidy Holst. I'm Mackenzie Jenkins. And I'm Colin Dunn. And today we want to talk about parenting and how it's evolved um, from like our grandparents to how we were raised and how technology has changed it and um, how it's continuing to evolve in the future. lecture several weeks ago we came up with a proposal for our podcast and technology being such a prominent issue today um, we decided to link technology with parenting and combine those to kind of just contrast how technology has changed the way parenting works so what our parents grew up with compared to how we've grown up there's a big difference there and technology is kind of at the center of that and kind of influencing ways that a child grows up, I guess. And we found this topic to be really interesting because there's a lot of opposing stories on whether technology should be used and whether it should be not used. And we think this really affects conversation in interesting ways with lack of listening and lack of other conversational techniques in real-world situations with a dependence on technology. things that we want to talk about is how parents are able to track their kids now um like there's apps you can get like find my iphone just by having mobile phones it's like they can track you really easily and like what i had i had a car camera in my car and it was awful because they could see like whatever i was doing whenever they wanted to for like a whole year in my first year of driving so it was well, none of my other friends had it, but it was bad. It was not fun. So. Yeah. I mean, I think all parents are obviously very concerned about, like, your well-being and your safety. I, I didn't have anything like that. I didn't have a car camera, and my parents really never tracked me. Their philosophy was just like, you know, tell us where you are, be back at a reasonable hour, and just don't do anything stupid, and we won't care. Um, if I ever were to get into like serious trouble, then things probably would have changed, and they probably would have, they would have become a lot more stricter. But um, they were pretty cool as long as I didn't mess up. So yeah, I don't know why they gave me that because I think I was a pretty good kid. Like I didn't lie or anything. But um, and my parents turned out fine. Like all of our parents turned out fine, and they didn't have the technology like that back then. So. I find that these perspectives are from our generation and that our parents' generation might have a different take on this and that's where there's more controversy is with people in a higher position. Yeah, and I feel like we need to learn on our own like mistakes and how to fix them and stuff and by them like being able to watch us all the time, it doesn't work the same as like when they were growing up necessary but if it becomes overkill then it's really just an invasion of privacy at that point and it feels like you're really restricted in what you can do and it gets tough I mean your parents really are there for you and they care about you a lot but I think if you overdo it there's just there's we already live in a society with so much technology and it feels like there's stuff crashing down on us all the time so just that added extra layer of stress that our parents give us can really 
and Sims is over the edge at times, at least I felt like that growing up. And being in college, it's been nice just being on my own a little bit. explore this issue, we looked at different sources with different perspectives regarding this issue. So one article we found was about a mom who was talking about this issue, and this is what she said. In today's world, I'm actually shocked that so few parents are tracking their kids' location. I will absolutely track my son as he gets older and goes places without me. When he hits the teen years, I know he'll go places he isn't supposed to go hang and hang out with people he isn't supposed to hang out with, and I don't think tracking him will stop that. But for me, making him wear a smartwatch or using a GPS device offers peace of mind that I can locate him at every minute of the day or night. Because ultimately it's, ultimately, it's our responsibility as parents to keep our child safe and tracking their moves ensure that they will make it home every night and that I'm all for that. I just think that's so unhealthy because there's just no trust there and it doesn't even sound like he's old enough yet to the point where like he's gonna go do stuff that she needs to track him for. So like the fact that she's already talking about it is just like kind of concerning. So just no trust. I see that there is fair reasoning that she's has good intentions, but I think those intentions can be expressed in other ways that further communication and make that trust stronger between them. Yeah, for sure. If you if you track a child like that all the time just keep them in this little bubble and they're not going to be able to explore or really learn anything about like the natural world I guess um, and they're never going to fail yeah like, especially going into like adulthood you yeah. need that experience you need to be able to learn from your past failures yeah. I mean I think getting into some trouble hopefully not too much it teaches you a lot about yourself and that's where most of like the the biggest jumps in learning kind of happen, so I think by just like trusting your kid to not mess up too bad, over time like everything will kind of sort itself out. I think the child will learn a lot more than the child would if they're constantly being tracked and monitored all the time. There's just no freedom and no ability to do anything. They're just stuck in a rut. <laughs> yeah, especially if like they didn't do anything wrong in the first place and they're already tracking them. I feel like that would make the kid act out or want to act out more because there's just no reason for the parents to be tracking them like at that point. Yeah. And I feel like this is a very opinion-based article. So we found an article with a lot of back and facts that show the implications of it scientifically. What else did you find? Um, yeah, so this is an article from Newport Academy and basically just some negative effects of helicopter parenting um, in quotes so example one study of more than 300 college students found that children of hovering parents had poor scores for psychological well-being and moreover they were more likely than their peers to use prescription medication for anxiety and depression so that alone obviously if you're a helicopter parent it's not exactly healthy you, you need to be able to just be an individual, live a little bit, and not be stuck in this like virtual jail that your parents put under you. It can be pretty detrimental at times. No, I'm kind of feeling like that might be like issues that the parent is having and they're just like projecting that onto their kid. So that's like not fair to the kid at all. Especially if they have to look at the 
so much anxiety that they have to like watch their twenty four seven. Yeah. And and every situation's different too. I mean, I think technology serves so much good. Um, obviously, if you know where your kid is and they do get into trouble. You're right there to be able to like take care of them if they need it. Like if they need to be picked up from a sketchy party, or if they just like they're in, at a place where they shouldn't be, or whatever it may be. It's a good tool to have. I mean, it does ensure their safety, but at the same time, it's just you can't abuse technology. You gotta let kids live a little bit. It's like good to an extent. Yeah, yeah. In moderation, there's a balance, a spectrum. And in our next segment, we interviewed two parents and got their standpoint on this issue. So when I think about tracking um, our kids and what are the impacts on them as they become adults is, I wonder if they'll ever feel like they can be trusted. And have a true sense of independence. Um, maybe my Western upbringing has me firmly grounded in an independent mindset, but we all have to be able to walk this planet as adults on our own and make good choices. And this is all part of that learning process. You know, kids don't go out into the world when they're six. They they slowly go out into the world a little step at a time until they can. Um, get to that place we grow into that independence and what if we never let these kids grow into that independence uh, i think it's just lazy and i think it does is a detriment to to children in the future the other thing that's interesting to me is you, know, you look at parenting cycles and so if we have a generation of parents that have now over prescribed to technology and tracking their children's every move and and i know of you know 20 and 30 year olds who are being called by their mother six times a day and being tracked, what does that mean when they become parents? How will they parent? Will they, will the pendulum swing and they'll be completely disconnected from their children's lives? Again, it's about technology doesn't replace parenting. It doesn't replace that human contact with our children and them with us. And, and so that to me is, is really, really critical. I want to add that as a parent, one of the biggest challenges where you take a position like I have, which is that I actively resist tracking my children and instead do my job as a parent, and that's my philosophy, is most of my peers, my parent peers, don't prescribe to that. They think I'm crazy. They, they actively try to persuade me to to track their children or my children um, because they're tracking theirs and it can be a very uh, difficult conversation to get into this conversation with my peers because for the most part they disagree with my point of view they believe that technology is helping them raise their kids and keep tabs on them in good ways they've convinced themselves that's the case and maybe that absolutely works for them but it doesn't work for me. I think that 
tracking kids digitally on their cell phones once they get their driver's license and they're kind of out on their own is something that is very tempting to do and maybe an easy way to put parents' minds at ease, but it's not necessarily the best thing for your children and best thing for your relationship with your children. Once you start tracking them, that kind of tells them that you don't necessarily trust them to be honest with you of where they're going or what they're doing and just makes them reliant on on that to have you know where they are and so with our kids we've tried to basically just trust them that they tell us where they're going and when they're going to be home and check in with us if they're going to be going to different places than we thought they might be and I think that's a a better way to just establish a trusting relationship with your kids and for them to get a sense of responsibility as they as they mature and have their first taste of independence. And I think that people that track their kids and monitor them and are always on top of, of where they are and what they're doing um, just doesn't necessarily set the kids up for, for establishing their own independence as they grow older and get out of the house later on because you're not always going to be able to know where your kids are. And so just giving them a chance to, to prove that they can earn your trust is a better way to establish that relationship early on. Okay, so we also wanted to bring in some like real world examples of like tracking and stuff. So. Um, there was a story on the news, I think it was last year, about um, a dad um, who made his daughter walk like five miles to school for like a whole week because she got kicked off of her school bus for bullying another girl. And he took a video of it and put it online and there was just like a bunch of people that were really against it, especially because it was, I think it said it was like 35 degrees outside or something like that. Um, so what do you guys think? Like, do you think that was appropriate? Well, I will say that, um, there needs to be, like, some sort of consequence in order to learn from your mistakes, and although it was just an uh, accusation, uh, we don't really know if the girl, the daughter did it, um, it's just kind of a belief, but if it's true, I think it's somewhat justified that the dad did what he did. Maybe five miles could be a little excessive, but I think there needs to be some, um, some sort of punishment in order to like, you know, just kind of show the daughter who's boss. I I don't know. Um, Well, like if my dad did that to me, I would definitely like watch what I said and I would never do that again. Like I can see how that would really like have an effect on her and definitely like if she did it not ever do it again and hopefully he did have like some evidence that she did it because otherwise if she did it that would not be okay yeah and I feel like this was a case where technology was definitely abused because I think he used technology to like frame the situation and frame her and I think a real conversation in private should have been had before this instead of just amplifying it on social media and just receiving everything yeah you're, you're right because he like posted it to embarrass her pretty much and that probably wasn't good for her like I don't know yeah I guess I don't mind the actual punishment too much but I agree that the videotaping definitely amplified the entire situation and that brought on a whole new level of I mean it's just out there now I mean everybody knows 
like if she goes to that school there's probably gonna be other kids who like see that and what's gonna happen then like are people gonna bully her once other kids see that so i mean i don't think that's fair of the dad to go out and record her but the punishment itself i'm not too opposed of yeah and i think this also ties back to the information we covered in our lectures with like the technology's effect on communication and i think that there's just like this fear of like actual communication between person and person because of these like, technical, technological aspects and just the lack of listening and lack of human interaction is really damaged in this kind of situation. Yeah, and I think um, it also shows how like punishment is really different now too because like there was no way that our grandparents could have been punished that way or anything like that. Um, when my, my dad told me a story that, or well, I guess he made me realize that like he used to get grounded all the time, and he said like that we can't do that to you if you ever were ever to get in trouble because you have like phones, TVs, so it's like not that bad. But when we got grounded, we just like wouldn't have anything to do. So it was like really different from that standpoint too. So I think it just shows like how parenting has changed a lot. discussion we were really looking at the reclaiming conversation the power of chalk in a digital age by sherry turkle we found that this book had many like good insights on what we were talking about in the discussion and the relevancy between technology and conversation and we feel that that really helped us touch on certain points that we addressed yeah and she definitely had us like open our eyes a little bit to different perspectives and stuff like that and um yeah, it's very obvious that, like, technology has changed, like, how parenting is and how it was and how it might be in the future. Like, it's going to keep evolving. Um, and there are a lot of different views from parents. And, like, and I think since we were raised in, like, a technology era, where it's going to shape how we want to raise our kids. I think there's just been a very large societal shift in technology and that affects many facets and this is just like one aspect we chose to focus on but we think it has many areas of implications yeah, especially with like communication in between like the parent and the child it's changed a lot um and even trust between parent and kids it's very different this is so new i mean technology the the way we've grown up we were kind of first to go through it I guess and it's not going away anytime soon so it's about kind of getting a handle on how you should parent and how to be a good parent through technology and try to let your kid you know enjoy childhood as much as, as possible yeah and just <laughs> and we feel that this topic is just very relevant and that's we hope that this was insightful engaging in this conversation that's ever going yes so thank you for listening and that's all we have to talk about today <laughs>